In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. After this, he said to them, Follow me. That's the invitation to us all, to be followers of Jesus, to be disciples in our own time who bear witness to his love and his life in a world which was often contrary, confused and conflicted. The invitation is to follow me, to follow Jesus. I can just about remember how I felt um, about eight and a half years ago when I was preparing to move to Sheffield to be a residentiary canon. Uh, after 18 years in uh, ordained ministry at that point, I thought I knew how cathedrals worked. I'd seen them in different places. Uh, I dropped into them from time to time. Um, I'd worshipped in them, um, and I'd got views and opinions about them, which were good and positive, uh, because that's where I wanted to uh, take my ministry. So I thought that I knew how cathedrals functioned. That was until I arrived in one, and realised very quickly that I knew almost nothing of the reality of cathedral ministry. It's only when you're in the midst of the hustle and bustle of the place and the relationships within it that you see more clearly both the opportunities and the challenges that are before you. Cathedrals are places of beauty and wonder, places where possibility is explored together in community, where risks are safely taken. They are busy, engaging and complex, but at their very hearts, they are fundamentally still communities of people responding faithfully to that invitation from the risen Christ that we should follow Jesus, that invitation from Jesus to follow me. Whether it's in the daily round of liturgy and hospitality in this place or in the moment of the big occasion, the community of disciples, those who seek to follow Jesus in this cathedral, are at the heart of all that we do and all that shall be done as we seek together to follow Christ. I was asked the other day, what were the highlights of my time here in Sheffield Cathedral? Uh, well, you'll be pleased to know it's quite a long list. Uh, there are many things that we've done together in the last eight years which I shall remember, uh, many for a long time, some probably forever, some I couldn't possibly mention from a pulpit. There are many more that will continue to make me smile, and there are even a few that I will use as sermon illustrations. Yes, as the archdeacon barking goes round from parish to parish, occasionally sermons will be peppered with, when I was in Sheffield Cathedral. I will always remember the Royal Maundy. I will remember that great moment and occasion. 
I'll remember how it felt, how our community functioned together, and how at the heart of it was an expression of humility in the face of that invitation from Jesus to follow me. I'll remember the roughness and difficulty of our engagement with the Occupy protest, those long and protracted discussions, the difficulties of navigating what was a very complex uh, set of circumstances, and yet at the heart of it, to be reminded that in the midst of those questions of justice and social action, we too are invited to follow Jesus. Uh, Those of you who've been here a little while will realize that the mass setting that we're using this morning is the one that we had uh, when the BBC came amongst us last year. I'll remember those broadcasts as opportunities to share, not just amongst ourselves, but across wider society, what it means for us to follow Jesus and to do so in a way that encourages, challenges and enables. I'll always remember standing just in front of the high altar on Maundy Thursday in 2014, a few moments after we got back the cathedral nave from the Gateway Project, and looking into the space and thinking that for the first time we had a place and a space that was open and flexible, a real gift to us as a community, a real opportunity for us to follow Jesus into the unknown and unexpected. Speaking of the unknown and unexpected, uh, I'll remember the beer festival um, outside on the forecourt in a tent and dealing with 50 different beers as they came forth. And also our engagement with contemporary art through the going public um, art exhibition. And the way that that art touched and spoke to so many in ways that were profound and surprising and engaging. The arts that helped us to answer the question, how do we follow Jesus today? I remember many conversations uh, with visitors coming into the cathedral, many who are troubled, some who are seeking Christ, but also who want to know what it is that we do here as we follow Jesus today. Well, each of those memories, and there are many more of them, have been held together because of our community and commitment to be followers of Jesus Christ, resurrection people, lifted up by our experience of Christ amongst us as we bear witness to him today. Well, as I go from here uh, and travel uh, south to begin a new ministry, I thought it was worth perhaps uh, leaving some reflections on aspects of our journey together as we have sought to follow Jesus over these last last, um, eight and a half years uh, or so. The first of those uh, hallmarks of our journey together 
uh, has to be the place of prayer. Prayer in the midst of our daily routine here in a cathedral, prayer in the midst of the great occasions, prayer for and amongst ourselves, prayer in the midst of times of great challenge for our communities, prayer at a time of great pain for individuals. It's in our prayer life together that as those who seek to follow Jesus today, we have travelled a very profound, engaging and transformative journey. And as you continue to travel that journey here in the cathedral community, prayer, I hope and pray, will be at the very heart of all that you do and are as you continue to journey together and continue to seek out where Christ is calling and equipping. As a community who follows Jesus, we have sought to witness, to make Christ known. Um, I can remember doing that in lots of uh, exciting ways, uh, giving out 8,000 mince pies on a cold December morning, uh, standing year after year uh, by a large metal cross. Uh, that's got more complicated with the arrival of the half marathon uh, on Palm Sunday. But in much of what we do, in fact, in all that we do here in the cathedral, our desire to witness to Jesus Christ has been at the very heart of our understanding of our vocation. Whether through the work of the Archer Project, or through some of the very glamorous and elaborate liturgy, or indeed through some of the concerts and other expressions of hospitality in this place, we witness to something which is different, to Jesus who calls, equips, enables, and transforms. We're also, as a community of disciples following Jesus, a place of authenticity and reconciliation. That's not always easy, but it is important. It would be great to stand before you and to say that um, every meeting of cathedral chapter and every meeting I've ever attended in the cathedral have been full of people uh, who all agreed with each other, or even better, that they all agreed with me. But the reality is that we're not like that. We are an authentic community who need to learn what it is to disagree well together, to learn from each other, and to travel a journey together, even though we are different people coming from different places. As a cathedral, we can be a beacon of reconciliation and authenticity in a world which so often speaks false truths. We can find a way to be a community that can speak love honestly one to another, but also express that to those in our wider community and across society. To be authentic and to place reconciliation at the heart of our community is what it is to follow Jesus today. Another hallmark of our identity as a community of disciples, as those who follow Jesus, is our spirit of hopefulness. Uh, you might not always feel it, 
but I can tell you that even in the midst of the most gloomy and pessimistic moments in this place, there is tremendous hope and energy and enthusiasm. Even when we've not known what to do or we've been faced with a million questions, we have been hopeful that Christ will guide and enable and steer us through that. And finally, we have been pilgrims. Pilgrims on a journey where we've seen the context and the community of which we are a part constantly change and develop. Our building, our seating, our neighbours, our people, our focus, our music, all those things continue to change and to unfold and to develop. And as pilgrim people, those who follow Christ's invitation, we recognise our place on a journey and our openness to change and development. To be a pilgrim people is to follow Jesus. Our Gospel reading this morning um, speaks in very complex ways of some of the experiences of the community of the church post-resurrection, whether in fishing or in cooking or in learning what it means to love. There's some complex ideas and a different scenario pops up in almost every paragraph. But at the end of that Gospel reading, Jesus makes that very clear and open invitation. Follow me. Lying behind the complexity of cathedral ministry, the many different strands of what we do and what we are, what we say and what we think, what we sing, what we preach, how we live, at the very heart of all of that, is for us that invitation to, to follow Jesus and to place that at the very centre of our life together, our community, our witness and our worship. These last eight years or so have been a journey through which we together, both in good ways and in imperfect ways, have sought to follow Jesus, to pray, to witness, to be reconciled, to build community, share hope, and to be authentic together. Helen, Hannah, Laura, and I leave with some great memories and with some very special relationships. Thank you all for those. But perhaps more importantly, we take with us the experience of our journey together as the pilgrim people of God and all that we have learned and experienced as we, with you, have sought to follow Jesus. Amen.